Hey guys, welcome back to the Talking Flicks podcast. To start this episode off, I wanted to let you guys know that I won't be doing interviews for the next two to three weeks, just because I'm getting pretty busy right now and the time it takes to actually do all the outreach work and book guests to come on the show takes a lot of time out of my day and when I'm super busy, I don't really get the time to do that. So I don't just want to get random interviews and take it onto the podcast because the only people that I genuinely want to have conversations with on this podcast are people who are going to provide value. And when you try and book those types of guests, it takes a lot of time. You have to research them. You have to look into what they talk about, who they are. Then you have to find a way to contact them. And it takes a lot of time. And I just don't have that time at the moment. So for the next two, three, maybe even four weeks, each week is just going to be an episode of me talking to you guys about a specific topic to do with film, cinema, or whatever's going on in my mind to do with movies at the time. And so I just wanted to let you guys know so you don't get disappointed that there won't be interviews views for the next few weeks, but I'll try and keep these episodes as interesting as possible and provide as much value as possible and still make them a good listening experience for you guys. So without further ado, let's get into the point of this episode, which is the fact that I've noticed there's a real lack of original screenplays at the moment. And I don't think it's just me that's noticed this. I think everyone's noticed it. I mean, you go to the movies every week now, it's like Fast and Furious 10 or it's Spider-Man or it's this Marvel project or a DC project or it's Indiana Jones 5 like there's just no original screenplays I feel like we have to wait six seven eight nine weeks sometimes till we get a good indie film or just a good original movie and it's only a few directors really doing it anymore you've got Scorsese you've got maybe Denis Villeneuve occasionally but even now he's doing Dune you've got Christopher Nolan, uh, Spielberg, like there aren't as many people anymore that are doing original screenplays. Everyone's getting bought up by Disney or Paramount or Netflix, and there's just no original content. So in this episode, I wanted to dive into all the negatives and the positives of that and what my thoughts are, and I also want to get a gauge for what your thoughts are too. So if you do want to let me know your thoughts, send me a DM on Instagram at Talking Flicks, or uh, leave a comment down below if you're watching on on YouTube or Spotify. I'll put up like a little uh, survey underneath the podcast and see if you like the fact that there's no original screenplays or see if it's making you angry and you don't like the fact. So without further ado, let's get into me discussing this topic. And the first thing that I want to say is why has this happened, right? That's a question you have to ask. Why is there a lack of original screenplays? Surely there's not a lack of people coming up with ideas. I feel like that's always going to happen. As long as there's screenwriters, people are going to be coming up with original ideas. So why aren't they getting produced? Why aren't they coming out? And I think I heard a really good quote by Matt Damon on Hot Ones, the show where they get celebrities to eat spicy wings and answer questions. And Matt Damon said that the movies he was brought up watching and the movies that he did for a lot of his career can't get made anymore because they don't make money. So he said, nowadays you'll see all the Marvel stuff, all the Disney stuff, everything's a franchise based off an original source material because there's an immediate audience there. So they know they're going to make a return on investment and they know they're going to make money back. But these indie films and these original screenplays, which are more like a risk, don't get made anymore because they don't bring in the same amount of money. He was saying that when they were making them in the early 2000s, the 90s and the 80s, they would release it to the cinema and it would make a certain amount of money at the box office, but they weren't worried about it breaking even at the box office because then on the back end, they'd have DVDs come out. 
And he said that when the DVDs come rolling out, people will slowly keep buying them. And eventually, whether it's 5, 10, 15 years down the line, the movie will be profitable. So basically, every movie, as long as it's pretty good, as long as it's a good story, would eventually become profitable. But now that it's streaming service and people can illegally download movies much easier, the money needs to be made at the cinema. So you have this like three to six week window where your movie needs to make, needs to break even and make a huge profit because they're putting in hundreds of millions of dollars to market the movies just so they can make that profit. So that's what he was saying. And I found that really interesting because I think that was a really good description of what's going on now. And it was hard to put into words why there were a lack of screenplays, why there were a lack of original content coming out. But you knew it was due to these streaming platforms. You knew that it was due to franchises making more money, but he really simplified it and told it in a great way. And I think that's perfectly sums up what's happening. That's why it's not happening right now. But I do think that... Another contributing factor to this is that there probably are less original screenplays being put forward that are of high quality because I think less people are writing them. Because when you think of the world nowadays, it's kind of hard to be a creative, right? You're kind of being drained of all your creative energy throughout the whole day, whether that's you waking up in the morning and straight away opening Twitter or opening Instagram and you're scrolling through and you're seeing this political topic and so you leave a comment and it makes you angry and you're being drained throughout the day is what I'm saying. You're constantly stimulated with YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, then you go to work and then when you're in the car you can listen to a podcast. There's like a lack of boredom time. You're not bored as much and I feel like when you're bored that's when you get creative. When you're sitting alone in a room and you have nothing to do, you'll start thinking things, you'll come up with random stories, random ideas, and those are the creative times. So to come up with an original screenplay that's of high quality, you need to spend hours upon hours, days, weeks, months even, sometimes years in that bored state, in that creative state to get those juices going. I mean, you think of the Christopher Nolan movie, like, like I don't know, what uh, Inception. It's like that movie is so complex. And to be an original screenplay, to dream up that kind of world, you need to be really, really bored. You need to have not much else going on in your life because you need to dedicate so much of your life to coming up with this original idea, with this original screenplay. So it's not easy. It's really, really hard. And so I think that because we're constantly stimulated, because we never have to be bored anymore, we can just open email, open Instagram, YouTube, Netflix. When are we going to get these new ideas? Where are these new ideas coming from? And I have a theory, it's not scientifically backed at all, this is complete bro science, but my theory is that the more time that we stimulate our brain, the more time that we're not sitting in that bored creative state, the harder it becomes for us to enter that creative state later on. So it used to be so easy, you'd sit down for five minutes and all of a sudden a new idea would pop up and this idea and you think about this. Now you get agitated, you get annoyed and you're so busy thinking that you're agitated and you don't want to be bored anymore that you don't even give yourself into that boredom. You don't give yourself into that creative state and it gets harder the more you don't do it. I guess it's like a muscle in that sense. And so I think because of that, 
there'd be a lot of writers now suffering. And I think the reason why you see a lot of these original screenplays coming from older directors is because they're older. They haven't spent as much time on social media. Maybe they don't even have social media because they did 50, 60 years of life without it. They see no point for it. Whereas a younger writer coming up in his early 30s, maybe late 30s, 20s at college, They've grown up with social media. They've grown up with constant stimulation, constant entertainment. So it must be hard for them. And, you know, I think we're getting Hollywood writers nowadays who are coming out of college who have nothing to say, no original ideas, and have never come up with a proper good original idea. And so they just go straight into Marvel, DC, write, you know, (laughs) Avengers 5, write Fast and Furious 10, like whatever. And the reason they're doing that is because it's easier, because they have that skill of being able to write. They're good writers, but they have no ideas. So it's easier to just go off an original source material or write another sequel because you see the blueprint before you. You have those ideas already laid out. You don't have to come up with them yourself, and you don't have to question whether or not they're a good idea because there were seven movies prior that were all profitable and all made over a billion dollars or whatever, you know? So I feel like that's where we're at right now with modern writers. And so that's kind of sad, right? I think a lot of new writers coming up just aren't having those great ideas. And another reason is that I think life has gotten so much easier. You know, you look around, you can just order Uber Eats food. You can hop on a plane and go here if you have enough money. Or, you know, you have couches. And even the poor nowadays are, like, wealthy in comparison to where the human race was at two, three hundred years ago. And so I think because we're so privileged and life is so much easier, of course there are exceptions, there are places in the world where life is definitely not easier, but because for the most part, especially in the Western world, life is so much easier... We have no real tough experience. We have no real human experience, which results in us not having anything to say. I mean, I sometimes think myself when I sit down to try and come up with an idea or write is I'm like, well, what do I have to say? And it takes me a while to really dig beneath the surface and try and find something that I do want to say because... I don't know. I'm just not thinking that as much. And I don't think people are anymore because life is just so easy. You have everything at your fingertips. You know, you've had great schools, great teachers. You have phones, computers, cars. Like, you're not going through that struggle. Whereas if you go back to the 1950s or 60s, those writers probably fought in a war. Maybe they were homeless. Maybe they were drug addicts at one point. Maybe they had to drop out of school in grade five to take care of their mum who had tuberculosis. Like, who knows? You'd think of all the great writers throughout the throughout history, whether they're movie writers, whether they're novelists. They had kind of interesting lives. They had tough lives and lives that would give you a real uh, stern, strong worldview and give you real values, real opinions and have something to say. And I just don't think we're getting that anymore. And I think that's definitely playing a part and definitely impacting where we're at with the lack of original screenplays. And I think some of the positives here to get into, I guess, some positives, because for the first 10 minutes of this episode, I only talked about the negatives. But some positives is that when there is something original, you like it a lot more. I think it's it, it shines through a lot more and it feels fresh and it feels great. And so in a way, when you do get that original movie, they stand out and you can enjoy them more and I think you pay more attention to it. I think a great example of this has to be something like, I talk about it a lot actually, but Call Me By Your Name because 
We had 2014, 15, 16, all the Marvel movies, DC movies, Fast and Furious, huge franchises. And this is when like the age of the franchise blockbuster was coming into fruition. And then you had this really grounded, great, uh, deep story of human connection and meaning come out that was on a shoestring budget filmed in the countryside of Italy that came out, wasn't really marketed, wasn't pushed. A few people found it, shared it with their friends, and through word of mouth, it did really well because it was just such a breath of fresh air. And when you get an original screenplay, an indie concept uh, that has such a low budget, but is really good and performs really, really well, you pay so much more attention to it and you enjoy it that much more. So I guess it's sort of like a positive and a negative because the negative is that we're not getting a lot of these. And so a, a mediocre indie film becomes a good one. But to my, in my opinion, Call Me By Your Name was a good indie film, but I think it was a great indie film and perceived that way, especially because there aren't many films like that anymore. And it was such a breath of fresh air. You reminded me a lot about like Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, that type of film. If you were to release a film like that now, I mean, chances are you wouldn't even get it made in the first place. Uh, another chance is that no one would find it. But if people did find it, I think they would share it around because those indie movies are just they perform better when they're good and if they get found and told because you're just not getting as many. So I think it's easier to stand out now in a way if you make those indie films because they're so new, they're so different, they're so fresh. So I guess that is a positive and I just touched on it there. A second positive is that maybe it's getting easier as a filmmaker if you have original ideas, if you have something to say maybe it's easier now to actually succeed because there's less filmmakers that are making original films, original concepts. And if you're someone like a Christopher Nolan, where you come up with big blockbuster concepts that are really huge and can perform really well and they're on that blockbuster blockbuster scale, but they're not tied to a source material, they're not tied to a franchise, that's going to perform really well because people just aren't seeing that anymore. I think of Ford vs. Ferrari which was, uh, I guess, based off a real-life incident, but it was, wasn't based off a movie, it wasn't a sequel, it wasn't part of a franchise, but it was a really big film. It had big-name actors, a lot of money behind it, it was pushed, and that did so well because it was interesting, because it was nuanced, because it was unique, and that's the stuff that I really like, and so I think it is easier in a way if you can come up, which is hard in the first place, come up with a good screenplay, a good original screenplay, if you can do that, if you have something to say, if you actually have an original idea and you put that out, I think it succeeds a lot easier now because there aren't as many original ideas around it. So maybe it is making it easier for filmmakers. I don't know. Uh, I haven't really tested that theory. So maybe there are a lot of filmmakers out there like, no, no, I'm coming up with original ideas and they're getting shut down straight away. But just from glance, first glance, perception, it might be easier now. But it's hard to even have something to say in the first place because of what I mentioned with social media, with the world being easier, all that type of stuff. Now we can look into a few more negatives, which is the fact that there's no original screenplays, the fact that everything's a franchise. I think there's too much content. Personally, I think that 
when you look at Marvel, they were good up until 2019, and I'm a huge Marvel fan. I liked all their early stuff up until Endgame, but I noticed that when Disney Plus came out and they started using that to their advantage throughout COVID, they were coming up with like all these spin-off series with these side characters, and those side characters then got their own big franchise, and then those big franchises got more side characters, and so you have this influx of characters, this influx of side tracks and stories and and all sorts of spin-off series and all this stuff and it was like too much like it was content overload in my opinion because I want to watch other stuff too I want to watch some of those indie films I want to watch some good limited series on Netflix I want to watch DC sometimes when it's good and so I think because things are franchised now there's too much because they're just trying to make as much money as possible, as much money as possible. And in a way, it seems like it's more about the money than it is about the story because they're not holding stories with as much uh, importance and as much integrity as they used to, maybe up until 10 years ago, because now it seems that it's all about how much money the movie brings in. The movie's seen completely as a business. Like, if you were to pitch a film, they'd say, okay, where's the audience base? Where's the fan already? Because is this a book? Is this a a series already? Is this an old movie? Like, they want to know that there's an audience there that they can make money from. And so they're not worried about, oh, what's your story saying? What does what does this mean? What's the symbolism? You know, what what's the what's the deep plot, the deep meaning behind it? They don't care about that anymore. They just go, how much money is this going to bring in? Okay, it's going to bring in 500 million. We'll give you a 200 million dollar budget and we will make 300 million. Great. That seems like what it's all about now. And even when films come out, it's like everyone's talking about how much money this made at the box office. Like that's a metric of how good the story is. That has no correlation in my opinion because some movies are just pushed and, and pushed harder than others. Some get lucky. Like how much money a movie makes doesn't necessarily mean that it's better. To me, the best movie of all time is Godfather Part Two. Did that make more money than Avengers Endgame? Nowhere near did it make more money. Will it make more money than The Flash, which is coming out next week? Not a chance. But I can guarantee you it's a better film. And that's not even subjective. Like, objectively, The Godfather Part 2 is a better movie than Avengers Endgame. But Avengers Endgame made more money. Avatar made more money. And that seems like that's all we talk about now is when a movie comes out and it rolls out on the the Thursday or the Wednesday in whatever country you live in, by the next Monday... All anyone's reporting on is not how good it was, but how much it opened to. What was its opening weekend box office? Oh my God, it made 80 million in its opening weekend domestically. And if the movie did 20 million, that's a flop. That's a bad movie. It's like, no, it could be a good movie. It just didn't do well at the box office. But that's all they talk about now. It seems really corporatized, really financially driven. And I understand that they have to pay people. And you know, that like, you got to make money somehow, right? Those studios need to pay their employees, who need to provide for their families. I get that. And directors and actors are making more money than ever before. I really like that. I get it. But why are we in this business in the first place? Why are we in the storytelling business if the focus isn't going to be on stories? I feel like it used to be. And of course, it's always been about money. Warner Brothers have always wanted to make money, have always wanted to stay afloat. But now it's like, oh no, I made $30 million as a yearly salary in 2018. I don't want to go below that anymore. I need to make $50 million this year. It's like, well, no, because if you're making $30 million a year, you're living a pretty good life. 
Whereas it feels like they don't just want to stay afloat. They don't just want to live a good, happy life, provide for their family, and then some. They just getting greedy. They just want more money, more money. I did 45 million last year. I need to do 70 this year. It's like, that's what it's about. And I think we're prioritizing money way too much. And we need to start focusing more on the storytelling side. Make sure it makes money, of course, but let's find the happy medium because it is a storytelling business, and that's my opinion on it. Let me know if you guys agree. But what I wanted to do in this episode, too, is look over the next 10 big films that are coming out over the next, what is it, 13 to 14 weeks, right? And we're going to see how many of these next 10 big films, the upcoming 10 big releases, are original ideas and how many are based off something else. So the first one, which comes out tomorrow, is Transformers. Now, we all know that's not an original idea. That's a sequel. Following Transformers, the very next week, we have The Flash. That's tied to the DCU franchise. Once again, not original. Then we have Asteroid City, which is Wes Anderson's film. That's an original. I'm super excited for that. Then we have Indiana Jones 5. And we know that most people aren't excited about that. And once again, that's not an original. Then we have Mission Impossible 7, which is not an original because it's number 7 in a franchise. Then we have Barbie, which I guess is an original screenplay, but it's based off the Barbie dolls. There's a market there. So I don't know if you can call it original. I am excited for it, but I wouldn't say it's an original screenplay. That's a sequel as well. Then you have Oppenheimer based off a real life event, but I would say that's an original screenplay because there's no book. There's no movie prior like I would call that an original screenplay. Then you have The Meg 2. That's a sequel. The Equalizer 3. Once again, another sequel. Then The Nun 2. So that's a sequel. So of the next 10 releases over the next 14 weeks, we're going to get two original movies. That's insane. Two. That is ridiculous. Out of the next 10, we're getting two movies that are are original without an audience base already. Like, that just goes to show where the focus is. And that, I think, sums up where the industry's at with how much focus is on money and how much focus is on storytelling. I think that sums it up. Two out of 10. 20% of the focus is on the actual stories, making a good movie. 80% of the focus is on how much money is this going to bring in. That's really sad to me because I'm a huge cinema fan. I love movies because of the stories. I don't love movies because of how much money they bring in. Uh, Does anyone agree with me here? Like, are there people out there? I mean, maybe there are that just think, oh, I love that movie because it made $400 million. But it's like, you didn't make that money. So why do you care about how much it made? Care about how good the movie is. That's what we need to get back to. I think the more we have people reporting on how much money a movie made and more people reporting on the financial side of everything, like, oh my God, Tom Holland signed a $30 million contract. Like, who cares? How good's his films? And on a side note, I love Spider-Man in, in Marvel. I think they're the best movies out of the whole MCU. But apart from that, I don't care how much Tom Holland makes. I don't care how much his movies make. I just care how good they are. I care about what they have to say, what they mean to me, what do I get from it. Like, that's what I'm interested in with film. And I don't think anyone falls in love with film because of the money that's in it, because of how much money movies are making. People fall in love because of the stories, because they're good, original stories. And so it just doesn't make sense to me that all we focus on now is the money side. And like I just showed you there, two out of the next 10 big releases are original. 
That means eight out of 10 aren't original. To me, that's kind of scary because I want to go into the movie industry someday. You know, I do this podcast, I do my YouTube channel and all that stuff because I'm growing my knowledge of cinema. I want to talk about it. I'm really interested in it, but I'm interested in movies from all aspects. I want to write films. I want to make films. I want to direct. I'd love to act um, and, and critique films, you know, like I already do. I love all sides of the movie industry because of how good the stories are. And so it scares me that an industry that I want to go into isn't focusing on what I think most people love about it and what I definitely love about it. Like my love and passion for cinema is just being decimated because there's just no interest in trying to tell a good story. And that's all I want to do. Like I don't want to go into the movie industry to make money. I want to go into the movie industry to, to have something to say, to make movies that I think can inspire people or, or give an alternate opinion or, or, you know, allow people to empathize with a character that they would have never thought they could empathize with. That interests me. The cinematography, that interests me. The music that goes into it, the writing, the character building, the development, that's all interesting to me. What doesn't interest me one bit is the financial side. Now, I understand you need to make a living. You need to pay for your family. I'll want to have kids one day. I'll need to make sure they have a house and food. And I'm sure I can do that through telling good stories. I don't think I need to make $50 million a year and make stories that I'm not proud of just to make the money. If I just want to make money, I'd go into finance. And that's what I have to say to everyone in Hollywood who seems to be only focused on money. Why did you go into the movie industry? Why did you go into this business? And I think what's also interesting is that by telling good stories and making a good film, you end up making money, right? Like, there are some actors out there who generally only do indie films. I mean, look at Leonardo DiCaprio. He's not in a lot of franchises. He's not in a lot of sequels. Joaquin Phoenix hasn't even done a sequel yet in his life, yet he's made hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, the money is there. If you make good stories and you make good films, you're going to make the money because people are going to go and watch it and they're going to go and watch it again and again because it's good. And so I don't think by focusing on how much money you're going to make, you're able to truly capitalize on how much money there is there to get, if that makes sense. Like if you want to make money, make the best movie possible because people are going to come back. And the reason why the MCU was such a big franchise is because I think for the first six, seven years, they made really good films, quality films. Whereas now in the last two or three, they've switched their focus completely to how can we capitalize off this the best way possible? How can we make as much money as possible? And what's happened? People are losing interest. The movies are making less money than they have the whole time. So I don't know when people in the industry are going to wake up to this, but By making a good film, you're probably going to make the money. And when you can stamp the Disney logo and the Marvel logo over a good movie, you're going to make a bucket load of cash because it's good. Avengers Endgame came off the back of Infinity War, which was a great Avengers movie, and Endgame made so much money because Infinity War was so good. 
That's what that's what it's all about. It's about how good is your story. That's where you're going to make the money. So I think we need to lose this uh, interest with with money in the film industry. I think we need to start focusing on the stories. And yeah, those are my positives and negatives to the fact that there's a lack of original content. Let me know your thoughts. If you want to shoot me a DM on Instagram at Talking Flicks, go do that. I'll leave a survey underneath this if you're listening on Spotify or if you're watching on YouTube, please comment down below. Let me know your thoughts. I'm super interested. I hope you like this video of just me talking to you guys guys. I haven't really done this in a while as for the last, what, two months I've been focused on interviews, but it'll be fun to get back to this. And then in three, four weeks time, when some time opens up for me, I will start getting booking more interviews again. But hope you guys like the episode. Let me know down below and I'll see you all on my next episode.